The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We are going higher indeed, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Jerry, Marie, how you doing? I am doing well. How are you? Good, good. Uh, everybody's ready to roll here. We've got a great show coming up here in a few minutes. You, you and uh, Marie and I are opening the show, which has uh, become a little bit of a new norm right here on One Life Radio. I Look. like it. Excellent. <laughs> I like having Marie on the show. <laughs> and you've got Garrett on the controls, training in the background, right, on the side? That's right. All right. Hi, Garrett. <laughs> and they are, they're just running the controls for right now, learning, the, learning how things work uh, behind the scenes on the board. Um, how many years does it take to train as a board operator, Jerry, like when you first started? Um, I mean, it's kind of an ongoing process, but really it took me about a year to really fully understand all the ins and outs of all the Mm -hmm. gadgets and widgets and doodads and where they go and all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to know. There is Uh, that both on and off the air and uh, from this end and that end. But, uh, you know, I'm really excited about today's show because we talked on Monday with Mary Holland about bringing Danielle Baker uh, on the the show. And we did. We made it happen. She'll be um, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. It's from the story from the Defender newsletter at Children's Health Defense News and Views. And it was the it was story number nine uh, last week. And it's the exclusive woman diagnosed with vaccine induced trans verse myelitis after Pfizer shots and we're going to be talking with her here in just a couple minutes after our first break uh, Danielle will be with us but Jerry I understand that uh, you wanted to share your beauty routine with us <laughs> is that correct oh well you're going to introduce it that way I don't know why we laugh yeah absolutely so what do you do <laughs> I want to know well uh, first of all let me just say we've got to get this uh, this break this taboo that a lot of guys have about having a skincare routine. You know, huh. there's this whole issue about it being unmanly, mm-hmm. you know, or metros- metrosexual, if you will, to mm-hmm. um, have a skincare routine, take care of your skin, and it's not. I'm going to tell you this, guys. I want you to listen very carefully to the words that are about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> Chicks dig healthy skin. Oh, really? Am I right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean... Tea. Oh, and teeth, the big one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are good. I mean, I think everybody, yeah, everybody likes nice, a nice set of choppers. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. But skin, you're right. There is kind of a stigma around it, Jerry. I would agree with that. In fact, I don't know if I've ever known a man that had like a a routine. Do, uh, have I bought men's products like, you know, anti-aging creams for some of my um, uh, former husbands? Yes. Um, some of them, I've only had two. I sound like I've had like a hundred of them, but I'm not dead yet. <laughs> no, anyway. you've had plenty. We'll just, we'll leave it at I've that. only had two now. Come on. That's pretty normal nowadays. Don't you think? How many exes do you have? And do they live in Texas? Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. What? They, they do live in Texas. They do live and in I Texas. Have, I mean, I've got a lot of exes. I've only got one ex-wife though. One ex-wife. Yeah. 
Well, you know, a lot of people, Pamela Anderson, I just watched her thing on Netflix. That girl loves to get married. She was married, like, I don't know, like seven or eight times. She got married to her limit. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's my, my friends and I always say, so many men, so little time. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Do men feel that way about women, too? Um, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your, your, your standard, don't get me wrong. I like the ladies just as much as any other guy, but yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm not like that. I often have to say that I do not apologize for my gender. I, I just, I look at them sometimes and I shake my head and I'm like, where did you, who hurt you? What, you know? What do you mean by that? Like, because they're, because of the way they act or the, you're talking about women, right? Right. The, the, okay. the things that they think they're supposed to do to be a man in a relationship and the way they're supposed to treat the women. And it's like, that's, that's, that's not. Give me an example. That's not how that works. Well, I mean, you know, the guys that, that, <laughs> Are that you too think... nice is what you're saying sometimes. Well, girls I don't want know. the guys to be a little not. Nice sometimes. I don't think that I'm too nice. I think that I am the appropriate amount of niceness. I just, you know, like there are guys that think that uh, pickup lines are supposed to work. Mm. Uh, you know, if they tell a woman that she's got pretty hair or, if they, you know, or if they hit on her or something and, and she rejects them, then they have to turn around and be like, well, you know, you just, you just, you need to loosen up or, you know, if they see a woman who's frowning and they say, oh, you should smile more. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, just just stupid things like that. It's like, how would you feel if you were having a bad day and somebody told you, oh, you just need to buck up and smile there, dude. C come on now. That's that's not how that works. Okay. And, you know, um, I'm just listening. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how talking. I just want to listen. This is actually fun. I, do, I, I don't know how <laughs> else to uh, how else to put it. You know, you you. you, you so you're saying that, uh, so what's the, uh, one sentence, what, what are you saying? You're saying that, that, that what? You're misunderstood. Are you talking about yourself personally? Or, or are you talking men. about how Do all you represent, guys yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I am not representing all men. Okay. I am saying that most, I can't even say most. There's a lot of guys out there that are completely and totally misinformed. You know, they've got this whole game thing down. It's like, oh, well, it's a game and you have to do this when you mean that. And when they say this, they mean oh, that. Geez. You have to do all that. Yeah. And it's like. Mm. Can you just talk to them like you talk mm -hmm. to one of your dudes? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Now, granted, yeah. they don't communicate the same way, and that is also okay. Yeah. I think it depends upon the whim the whim the woman and the man, and I think it also depends upon, you know, what your goals are, you know, uh, if you're looking for a long-term relationship. I, I, uh, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I always have. I can't pretend anything. And so uh, I, I think most people would agree with that. They just want an honest, open relationship. Where, where you can really express yourself. That's but right. there are those rules, like, you know, the guy, or if you go out with somebody and then they'll be like, or the girl's like, okay, if they don't call by Wednesday, you can't talk to them ever again. And then, like, yeah. the guy won't call within 24 hours because that's, like, that's, too easy or he's oh too gosh. interested yeah. or something. It's all like, dumb. There are all these rules and games that well. are just... Silly, you should, if you like the person want to talk to him, just talk to them. Yes, yeah. it will go I a long, long way. I'll have to tell you, I have to tell you, so when I watched that Pamela Anderson thing, I really like her. She's nice. Mm -hmm. She's a really cool chick. She really is. And uh, I say be like Pamela Anderson. If you get married, if you feel like you're in love, <laughs> and 
do mm-hmm. right just do it and you know because I don't know. I I, th- I, th- I just love her attitude. It, it's a really cute little documentary on Netflix. And plus, she's a big animal lover, too. You know, she's worked with PETA and Ingrid Newkirk, who, of course, you know, Ingrid and PETA are part of the One Life Radio uh, regulars, if you will. Uh, I love the work that they do. And uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, speaking of PETA and animals, <laughs> we'll switch gears here. Okay. I lifted up my hood, uh, my, my, my Subaru, a little while ago. I was just going to check out my battery because my little hood thing broke. And so I opened it up, and there, there's mice poop in my, <laughs> in my engine. And mice, uh, there's I mice poop, know. and there was a couple of acorns in there and some little mini beer mugs. And, no, I'm joking about <laughs> that. But they've been having a party underneath my hood of my it's car. It's warm. From the, from the freeze last week, I think. They decided, oh, well, it's kind of warm in here. You know, because I kept making sure that my car battery was running, or not, that my car, you know, was running, and I actually got out and uh, drove around on the ice and made sure I had lots of gas and all that, but I, I discovered mice living under my hood just like 30 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago. So everybody check your hood. Yes, and do you remember when fan <laughs> belts, like like animals used to get in, I guess, where the fan belt was? Oh, and no, they, they get and in the you engine. start your car and the end yeah. of the cat or whatever. Yeah. I swear yeah. the segment's going to give our listeners whiplash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We started out getting ready to talk about skin care. We moved into the difference between men and women, and now we're talking about animals getting scooped up in the fan belt. That's uh... (laughs) well, 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 was kind of sort of because we were talking about Pamela Anderson being an animal lover (laughs) and all the time she's been married, and it wasn't that bad of a of a segue. I'm just, I'm just saying, this has been quite the roller coaster. We've, we've. We have covered a lot of territory in just a very few minutes. <laughs> so how yeah. many? Okay, so how many steps are in your your nightly or yeah. your so daily what do you routine? Do? Oh, okay. Circling back. Um, in a minute. In one minute. Uh, <laughs> in, in one minute. All right. Um, well, first of all, uh, don't use the hot water and the soap on your face. Uh, use it. You can use it on your body. That's fine. Uh, but the thing is, is that. Uh, after the shower, and I mean immediately after the shower, while you are still wet, and this is a big tip, male and female, while you are still wet from the shower, that's when you put on your lotion. Mm-hmm. Because it that. thins out the lotion, and a lot of that moisture that's already on your skin will get trapped in there. Plus, you've been in the shower, so all of your pores are open, everything, your skin's ready to absorb. And if you put your, your lotion on while you're still wet, and then just daub yourself, do not wipe, daub yourself dry with the towel, your skin will absorb so much more and it'll absorb exactly what it needs and the rest of it will come off on the towel. Mm -hmm. So there's the first tip. Um, I have to say, though, if you remember, Jared Ramirez was on the show and we talked about microbiome yesterday. You need, if you're going to use anything, use oil, he said lotion totally depletes your microbiome Mm -hmm. and you don't want to put lotion on after a shower. You want to put the Oil. <laughs> I bought some of that. The the what is that that ingredient? The it's a weird name. The uh, oh know. well, it's an oil that holds the moisture in. I don't know. Sorry, but <laughs> I just I I I remember that because that's what I do now. And you don't know the name of the oil? There it's, are there uh, are some lotions out there that are specifically designed. Is that to the do castor that. the castor oil? No, it's a weird name. She's looking at like no, it's something I had never heard of. Huh. Uh, and Jared Ramirez talked about it? Yeah, that remember. you should only use um, oil and don't, lotion is the worst thing to deplete your, you, the microbiome of your skin. Mm. 
all the chemicals in it, especially well, if I was it's about, water-based. I was, I was about to get to that. There are uh, products uh, by the Lush company that are specifically designed to do that. They are all made with all natural ingredients like food mm. and... Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> well, unless they've changed because I, uh, they use uh, food coloring in some of their products. So um, and I know that the company started out clean, but then uh, we covered this back, I don't know, I guess it was about four or five years, four years ago, something like that, uh, with Aviana, she, when she was the producer of the show and on the show, Aviana Barrientos, uh, mm-hmm. and she uh, was talking, she had an allergic reaction. Hang on a moment, I have to answer the phone. Oh, you have to answer the oh. phone. Oh, okay, yeah, we're going to break. Is it? Okay. That's probably Danielle calling in, and we're going to hear her story, you guys, you are in for... Uh, Something else. I'll just say that. I'll let you decide. But we're going to go to break. More coming up. You're listening to One Life Radio. Stay tuned. Danielle Baker is up next. It's her personal story of and uh, of the vaccine injured are real. That's what we're talking about today. Stay tuned. Squalene oil. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. <laughs> In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Our topic today is the personal story of Danielle Baker, the coerced nurse. The vaccine injured are real. Danielle Baker has been a certified hospice and palliative care registered nurse for 17 years until she was vaccine injured in June of 2021 after being coerced by her then employer into receiving the two-dose series of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines. Today, Danielle, now 43, is permanently disabled, unable to work, faces financial ruin, and has lost the ability to perform numerous everyday tasks as well as basic bodily functions. Danielle, welcome to One Life Radio. How are you? Oh, thank you so uh, much for having me. I appreciate it. I would like to say I'm okay, but every day is a battle. I can only imagine. And, you know, 
I want to thank you for being brave enough to even tell your story to all of our listeners. Um, and we have the tape ready, I believe, Jerry, can you confirm that, um, of your heart-wrenching victim impact statement uh, that you uh, gave to the FDA and the H, or excuse me, not the H, the VPAC uh, or the Vaccine and Related Biological Advisory Committee. What was your life like um, before we play the tape? Let's 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 talk about your life before the vaccine injury, Danielle. What was it like? I was at the healthiest that I had ever been. I was a newlywed. Um, we uh, met in two thousand nineteen and blended our family. I brought a son and he brought our daughter and we were constantly active we hunted and fished a primitive camp canoed we felt it important to teach our kids the love of activity so we made it a priority to be active, to involve sports. And uh, my husband coached, and I was the soccer mom. It really was beautiful. Wow. You know, and uh, and, 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 and so, yeah, I, I'm, I, it's heartbreaking to to um, hear the story and to talk about it on the air. It really is. Uh, I'm looking at the picture of you and your family. How old are your children right now? Or how old were they when it happened? And I guess it's been about almost, it'll be two years uh, coming up here uh, in June, right? How old are your children? Uh, right now they're nine and they're 10. Wow. Wow, and what what is how is this how is this injury this vaccine injury affected their lives? <laughs> um, they just want their mama back. Um, even though it's been two years, they still hope that I'll be back to n- n- normal. Our son, in particular, is constantly on edge that something's gonna happen to mm-hmm. me. Uh, they've lost their innocence in a sense that they feel like they have to protect me. Yeah. And that's understandable and certainly uh, very normal. Yeah, I can only imagine the amount of anxiety that the children are going through. And how about your husband? How is how is he doing with all of this? <laughs> he's my rock. Um, he's uh, taken over everything. I can't drive. It takes me hours to make a, a meal. Um, luckily, we have the support of our parents and close friends to help mm-hmm. out. But everything lands on him from a day to a day. He, I, I just don't have the words to express how grateful I am for him. Mm. 
I can only imagine. I, it really, it really, it's a real true test of a marriage, right? And of a man when they're willing to put everything for uh, on the line and, and fulfill the commitment that they made, right? To the family, to God, to whoever. Um, I think that it's, it's remarkable that he has, um, you know, basically um, showed his resilience and his strength and he must love you very, very much. Uh, that's for sure. That's one good thing, right, to come out of this, is you know now <laughs> how much he really, really loves you. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, absolutely. And and he makes sure that I know that every single wow. day. He is uh, so, so great. I went 10 years being single because I had said I wouldn't enter into a relationship unless they're like my dad because my dad is the best man in the world and I finally found that in my husband. Mm, I feel the same way about my dad. You know, uh, my dad was so funny. He's been gone for a few years now, but I mean, I always talk about this, uh, that I remember, you know, my dad really loved my mom and he respected her and she was a nurse too, Danielle. And, um, and, 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 uh, and she went into psychiatric nursing, uh, and at the end of her career, uh, she actually, uh, was, uh, worked at St. Joseph's hospital in Houston. And that's, um, uh, you know, ironically, that's where she died. She actually slipped and hit her head and died on full life support in St. Joseph's hospital where she worked in the psychiatric unit, uh, for several years, um, and, the nursing oh. nursing is such a tough job it is and the women that do it and the men too they don't get the they really don't get the um what do i want to say here they don't get the uh <laughs> accolades the what accolades yeah the uh, accolades really that they deserve because it's one of the toughest jobs but you know uh my mom had a great sense of humor and i think that was her way of handling it and i'm sure you as well because you dealing with a hospice which i've done before i've been a hospice nurse twice before in my life uh, i not wasn't certified i just uh you know saw a couple of people through um their life uh the end of their life but um it's a very difficult job that requires a lot of strength doesn't it both emotionally physically and mentally it, it, it does but it is so beautiful. I learned so much from my patients, and I miss it with everything that I have. I bet. I bet. Yeah, my mom. Uh, my mom didn't retire easily. I can tell you that she was a nurse right up, in, <laughs> right up until she slipped and fell. Actually, um, yeah. But you know, uh, we have the tape. But I think what we'll do: give you a little break um, and catch your breath, and we'll go to break. When we come back, we're going to play the tape uh, of the uh, heart wrenching victim impact statement that Danielle gave to the FDA and the uh, VRBAC or uh, PAC. We'll be right back. Everyone stay tuned. More coming up. You are listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well, and people from all over flocked to this magical place. 
Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. We all strive for a life full of bliss and happiness. Well, what if I told you it's possible? Learn how to live in bliss at the Pure Bliss of Tantra Free Talk and Guided Meditation, led by Kadampa Meditation Center of Texas resident teacher, Gen Kelsang Menla. Saturday, February 11th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Dallas Museum of Art, followed by an open house at the beautiful Kadampa Meditation Center just a few blocks away. Visit meditationintexas.org and begin your journey into bliss. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back. Everyone, welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Danielle Baker. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas, on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. If you're just now joining us, Danielle Baker has been a certified hospice and palliative care registered nurse for 17 years until she was a vaccine injured in June of 2021 after being coerced by her then employer into receiving the two-dose series of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines. Today, Danielle, now 43, is permanently disabled, unable to work, faces financial ruin, and has lost the ability to perform numerous everyday tasks, as well as basic bodily functions. You know, Danielle, uh, let me thank you again for being brave enough, brave enough to tell your story to all of our listeners uh, and Jerry, uh, we're going to play the tape uh, of Danielle giving her victim impact statement to the FDA. And it's about five minutes, uh, and we will uh, talk. Um, we'll it's like a minute five. It's a minute five? Yeah. Okay, 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 all right. Uh, the one I have is longer, I think. Danielle, yeah, how long was it? <laughs> it, it, it was between four and five minutes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Huh. I, hope I have, have the one that's on uh, the Tweety space. Huh. Um. huh. Well, let's play that one, and okay. then maybe when we go to break again, we can figure out what happened, and maybe because I have it, I have the transcript here, and maybe we can go through it live with Danielle, but let's hear okay. what you have, Jerry. We are in financial ruins because, ironically, I took the shot to keep the career that I loved and I no longer have. I submitted a VIRS report as well as a med watch on August 4th, 2021. My VIRS report disappeared from the system and I heard nothing from the FDA. Is it because you Take your marching orders from Pfizer or Big Pharma. Will you continue to pretend I, the vaccine injured, don't exist? The only thing more humiliating than losing my bodily function is your complete disregard for the vaccine injured. Shame on every single one of you. My former employer doesn't care. My CDC doesn't care. And it seems my FDA certainly doesn't care yep that's the one on that we have right there okay i'm working on the other one okay you're working on the other one danielle are you there 
I am. And that was the last part of that was the last my part. speech. Yes. Right, because the speech started with you talking uh, about, uh, uh, I am Danielle Baker. I have a new conflict of interest. Hear me, the vaccine injured are real. Those words, just those words are so powerful. When, you know, as you said, you know, uh, l- well, let's, let's, let's talk about it a little bit before we play the tape, because I, I want people to hear the whole tape, though. I think it's so incredibly important. It was in June of 2021, right, Danielle? And you had reluctantly received the Pfizer injection after being coerced by your former employee, employer. And you had a 17-year career as a certified hospice piloted or palliative care registered nurse. And you loved your job so much and it was part of your identity. What does it feel like when you hear that tape in your ears? Like, what does it feel like? I cry every time I hear it. I cry for all of the victims of this I cry because we're not acknowledged I cry because of the loss that me and my family have felt it took a lot of inner anger to come out to get that speech out I obviously have speech issues so it was very hard to get it to the point that I could fit it in and get it out in the manner that I wanted to. Mm. Yeah and you in in your statement you said that you had a fall within 12 hours of receiving the second injection 24 hours later uh, my symptoms progressed and I sought care at the ER agonizing in pain as my uh, in my right injected arm what was that like as a nurse you know the, after the first one did you have a reaction after the first one or was it only the second one uh, looking back and putting the pieces together, I had a reaction after the first one about 18 days after the first one, I was in the ER with severe back pain. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kidney stones. They said it was a muscular but after experiencing the back pain after my second, I believe, and my team believes that the first one was an initial reaction as well. Yeah. Well, uh, they sent you out of there within a half hour, I'm reading here. They took an x-ray and told us that everything was fine, right, the first time after the first shot? It- um, after the second. After the second um, shot. Okay. Yeah. The first one, they examined me and said it was muscle pain, which I accepted. I didn't relate it at that time. Mm-hmm. Are you able to disclose what company you worked for? Um, I, it was a hospice a company I mm. would rather not disclose yeah, right now. Yeah, I have a, a case right now. 
um, in workers' compensation court. Um, we've went two rounds and lost uh, both. Their stance being that I wasn't injured because of their coercion. Mm-hmm. And you were coerced, right? You were given a like a deadline, and at first they said that if you were injured, they were going to pay for it, right, or something like that. Or if you were had to, if you had to, if you needed to take sick time, you would be compensated for it. That's exactly what the email said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that in July it would be mandated, and. I carried the insurance for our family. We needed my income, and I loved what I did. So knowing the mandate was coming, uh, I chose to take it when I thought there was a safety net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, gosh, it's it's kind of crazy. And you ha- already had natural immunity because you had already had COVID, right? And you were confident that you were protected because you had already had the virus and you were working in that environment for uh, for over a year, right? For a whole year? Yeah, I had worked in it with COVID patients and in facilities that had tons of COVID patients. Mm -hmm. Without the proper PPE, I managed to avoid COVID for a year. I got it at the end of 2020, and I felt I didn't need it. And then I also so didn't like how they pushed it through that in mm-hmm. itself is mm-hmm. scary enough mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i'm reading here from the article that was in the children's health defense the defender newsletter that in the cancer arena gene therapy was getting traction that in itself uh is worrisome to me taking a virus we know nothing about and then utilizing technology that allows it to penetrate down to the DNA. Uh, that was a big no. I'm not, uh, I'm not getting it on my part. That was your stance. But you were forced to uh, or lose your job. Is that right? Uh, at that time, it wasn't technically mandated. We were just threatened with mm-hmm. the loss of benefit. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm. We're, they're working on getting that whole tape. I don't know if they have it yet. We may go to break and let us uh, see how they can maneuver it to get it uh, downloaded. Uh, so um, I think what we'll do is we'll give you a little break right now. Um, sound good, Danielle? Absolutely. And again, thank you oh, so gosh. much. Yeah, no, we've got a lot to talk about, and I just, I'm, I'm astounded by your bravery. I am, and you're just, you're, you're just such a beautiful woman, inside and out, and, and that's something that nothing will ever be able to change, right? And so, um, <laughs> kudos to you for being brave enough, brave enough to jump on the air with us today. We're going to go for a quick break. We're going to get that uh, statement downloaded, the whole thing, so that people can hear it, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone. You are listening to Dan. Baker uh, on One Life Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. 
Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing Terraflora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take Terraflora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care, her stomach bloating went away, and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says Terraflora Advanced Care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about Terraflora Advanced Care and all the Terraflora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry and Marie, and we are continuing our uh, talk with Danielle Baker uh, and uh, the vaccine injured are real. Uh, this is her personal story, and uh, you're also, when did you take yourself, Danielle, as the coerced nurse as a result of this? Uh, wh- who, who thought of that? You? Uh, no. Um, I had started right after I had been injured talking with uh, organizations like the Children's Health Defense in Ohio. Uh, I did a a couple of engagements but backed down a year later after I did some healing emotionally, uh, I came back into the space. Uh, I met with a group of vaccine injured in Orlando, uh, um, Kat Parker, uh, Michelle uh, Dursey, uh, and Gloria. We uh, all got together for uh, a week and I had a lot of people reaching out for uh, uh, interviews. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, hooking up with uh, Kevin Tuttle at Spirit PR and he has helped me tremendously in getting my word out. Mm-hmm. He's the one that uh, put that together for me. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. It's nice to know that there are people out there like Kevin Tuttle who are willing to help people and step up to the plate, if you will, and give you the support that you need. And that's, you know, what we're doing today because nothing will get changed without putting a spotlight on it, right? And and showing what's really happening out in the world. You're never going to hear a broadcast like this on mainstream media. You're just not. Um, and so let's play the tape, Danielle. Are you ready to listen to it, everyone? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's hear it, Jerry. Thank you. We will now begin with the um, the next eight presenters who will only make their comments orally. I will begin with Daniela Baker. I am Daniela 
Baker, and I have no conflict of interest. Hear me. The vaccine injured are real. In June of 2021, I reluctantly received the Pfizer injection after being coerced by my former employer. I had a 17-year career as a certified and hospice palliative care registered nurse that I loved and was part of my identity. I had a fall within 12 hours of receiving the second injection. 24 hours later, my symptoms progressed and I sought care at the ER. Agonizing and pain in my right injected arm it radiated into my face, causing me to scream out in pain. I asked if this was a direct result of the injection, but because of the safe and effective narrative, I didn't get the care that I needed. And I was dismissed within 30 minutes without answers. By the end of July, I was hospitalized, unable to readily walk, muscle spasms contorting my body in constant excruciating pain and the humiliation of losing my bowel and bladder function. My immune system attacked my spinal cord and I was diagnosed with transverse myelitis. My physician documented this as a direct result of the shot. My family is unable to plan events because I don't know what I can tolerate each day. Will the spasm be so bad I can't even rest in bed or will I be in such unbearable pain I can't have human touch? Even speaking is hard because of the damage done. I willing, unwillingly traded being a caregiver for medical equipment, receiving care in bed sores. We are in financial ruins because ironically, I took the shot to keep the career that I loved and I no longer have. I submitted a VERS report as well as a med watch on August 4th, 2021. My VERS report disappeared from the system and I heard nothing from the FDA. Is it because you 
take your marching orders from Pfizer or Big Pharma? Will you continue to pretend I, we the vaccine injured, don't exist? The only thing more humiliating than losing my bodily function is your complete disregard for the vaccine injured. Shame on every single one of you. My former employer doesn't care, my CDC doesn't care, and it seems my FDA certainly doesn't care. All right. Thank you, Danielle, for sharing your experiences with us. Um, I'm truly sorry um, to hear of all the pain you've had to endure. Um, I, again, appreciate your participation. I can't thank you enough for taking time to share it with us. Um, thank you very much. The next speaker. All right, Danielle. All right, I'm going to ask again, how does it feel to hear that? <laughs> the same. Yeah. I'm so uh, sorry. I, I just know how many people are suffering mm -hmm. because of their lack of acknowledgement and disregard and it just breaks my heart mm -hmm. it makes i think everyone out there listening their heart hurts <laughs> right now <laughs> i know i know mine does it does my heart really hurts for you and your whole family and everyone else out there that's been injured um by not being told the truth and um, have you heard anything from your former employer pfizer BioNTech, VAERS, or the fda since giving your presentation um, uh, uh, no, uh, former employer denies uh, any wrongdoing. Theirs mm -hmm. report is lost, magically lost, and I haven't heard from them. I did get a follow-up email from Susan Pader, which is the woman you heard speaking, um, apologizing, um, thanking us for coming on and, and, and speaking, but mm -hmm. that was it. Uh, nothing else. Hmm. It's, uh, it's unbelievable, really. It really is unbelievable that you haven't heard and that the uh, report came up, came up missing. But, you know, on a, on a different note, because I want to get out as much information for anyone out there listening that uh, has been injured so that they can uh, begin their healing journey. Uh, I understand you've started a holistic treatment plan. What are you doing to heal your body and your mind, Danielle? Uh, as far as uh, uh, my body, um, I, there are a lot of uh, protocols that people are, are finding success. And I couldn't tolerate them just because of the uh, amount of it and cost-wise. So I um, had somebody graciously uh, sponsor me to start the Root brand uh, products. Um, mm -hmm. I started uh, slow, and it allows for micro-dosing, so... I don't have to have that full dose. Uh, and I started a project right now called Clean Slate. And it I've been taking it about a, a week. And I have 
already noticed a difference, especially in my uh, nausea. So I encourage anybody uh, to look that up. Along with it, I have been uh, donated support from Kimberly over in, in remnant nursing uh, to help with that e- emotional part and um, connect into the physical. Uh, there are also lots uh, of uh, support groups. If you look on Facebook, uh, that's where I connected with my good set of injured friends, and they are so uh, apt in knowledge and resources. I would suggest to anybody to start uh, there, just to Google Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or do a research on Facebook. Yeah. Well, and I I understand that someone started a Give, Send, Go donation page uh, to help uh, cover your medical bills. In fact, uh, all of us here at One Life Radio actually made a donation to help, and I encourage everyone out there uh, to help, even if it's just a small amount. And so, but, uh, you know, we only have about another two minutes. I want to talk about your medical expenses and what are what are your current medical <laughs> costs like? Because people need to understand how de- how financially devastating this is for people that are vaccine injured. So... <laughs> I ironically, we just <laughs> yesterday went for our taxes and we added up our medical costs for 2022. And we had to spend $26,000 out of pocket. And wow. we have the same facing us this mm-hmm. year as. Well, so it's ridiculously expensive, not to mention a lot of the treatment that has been found to work for us. Insurance won't even cover. Yeah. it, it it's devastated everybody that has been injured mm-hmm. or lost somebody. Yeah. Wow. And uh, the music is going to start here any second. And so I want to properly thank you again before we get cut off. And the music uh, can be very, there it goes, can be very distracting. <laughs> but I hope that you'll come back sometime and give us an update uh, about what the prognosis is for recovery and things like that. And just sending you all the love uh, and prayers that we can hear from One Life Radio and from everyone out there listening in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thank you so much, Danielle, as I said, for being such a brave nurse and coming on and telling your story. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you, sister. Take care of yourself. Love you. (laughs) All right, everyone, I'm going to wrap this up. You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Read, 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 and protect it.